0: ever. and gentlemen, Uh, Isabel is about to come on and really teach you, empower you how to claim your authentic self, your authentic purpose in this lifetime, in your career, in what is most important to you, like who are you really? And I think that's some of the most valuable information that we can get curious about and wonder about and actually get answers to you, uh, answers for. So Isabel is going to be guiding us through that and really empowering you to do that. Before we dive in, I want to say thank you for being here, for choosing to be and become your greatest possible self. This is going to be a great interview, so definitely keep sticking around. Isabel is going to share some massive, massive value. You definitely want to be taking notes on this because it is going to be super, super powerful. I'm going to share our iTunes review of the week real quick before we dive in, and it is by b 22 who says, when Chris inspires by encouraging everyone to become the greatest possible self so you can become all you were created to be. Swartz B22, thank you so much for that review. If you want a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream, go to beerGPS.com forward slash iTunes or search greatest possible self on the Apple Podcast store. Uh, thank you so much in advance for doing that. Let us know what you love, what you want to see more of, and definitely subscribe for future episodes and empowerment so you can keep being your GPS. I'm going to introduce Isabel, in just a second, uh, like I said, this is going to be a powerful interview, so stick around because I have a feeling some magic is going to come out of this, some really great empowerment, helping you get clarity on your next steps. So let's introduce her, and then we'll bring her on, okay? Isabel. Perry Shu is a founder of Brilliant Seeds. She's a career reinvention coach, and she has helped hundreds of people leave jobs they hated to find careers they love. She's passionate. She's deep. She's empathic, and Isabel has an amazing talent to see and champion people's unique gifts. Drawing upon her vast experience in education, Isabel has created a step by step approach to career reinvention that goes beyond the limitations of the traditional career counseling. Her holistic approach brings together the best of coaching, counseling, psychology, and personality types. And for the last 20 years, she's made many of her dreams a reality, including moving from France to Canada and now the U.S., becoming bilingual, working for one of the biggest Internet companies in the world, climbing the highest peaks in the United States, and of course, changing careers to pursue her passion and even starting her own business. And we are blessed to have Isabel with us here today. Isabel, let's rock this house. We are now live on Become Your Greatest Possible Self with you. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you. Thank you.
1: Yes, thank you so much for having me. It was so fun to hear you read my my story. I was like, wow, yes, I did all of this. Yes,
0: I love it. I love it. Well, we're going to dive into a really Potent topic today, which is using crises, and uh, I think you have a, a great opportunity for people who are wanting to to grow into their GPS, especially in their career. But using those crises um, and and reinvention moments to fuel creation—what does that mean for you, Isabel?
1: Yeah, I think, and I'm going to actually share that in my own story how it was my journey to use my own crises in my life yeah. to reinvent myself and my career. And I think it's such a good time right now. We are all navigating it, you know. As I speak now, you know, like I was really taken a lot by what's happening in the world and taking the time to focus back on what we are here to do and the contribution we are here to make. It's so important at this time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I'm excited to drive, dive into your journey. Before that, though, I just want to talk about when you are serving your clients, when you're helping them to discover that career, in addition to you know tapping into that authentic self, tell us more about what you stand for in that experience when you're working with a client. And then we'll go back into your journey. I just want people to get connected with, with what you stand for and how you serve your clients today.
1: Yeah. So I, and the people I help are often, so either professionals or sometimes entrepreneurs yeah. or people who are up to big things in the world. And they get to a point where they are unhappy in their careers. They are either bored, unmotivated. Sometimes they are totally miserable and they really want to do something that um, get them excited to get out of bed in the morning and yeah. that bring a contribution in the world. Yeah. And they, they have no clue what it is. Or sometimes they have a lot of ideas, you know, so many ideas, but What is this thing I need to focus on? And so I really help them, like, really nail down for them specifically, what is the the type of work and the career that's going to be truly aligned with what they are here to do on the planet and unique gift and make that a reality and go after their dreams in that way.
0: I love it. I love it. That's, That's so beautiful. And I think especially today with so many shiny objects, so many opportunities, so many options it's like how do we really know what is best for us i think a lot of people are just trained to look at something that that can be inspiring and there's a lot of inspiring passionate encouraging people and it's like oh i want to be like them but who are you really? And to really discover that and make choices based on that, I think that is so important, Isabel. So let's go back into your journey and talk about how did you become a career reinvention coach? And uh, tell us about the beginning for you. What, what, how do you tap into your, your intuitive abilities, your, your own co- career journey? Tell us more about that.
1: Yes, my pleasure to, to tell this journey. It's always amazing for me to see where I was and why I am now mm-hmm. and to inspire people on that as well. So I I was born in France. I was born and raised in France. Yeah. And as far as I I can remember, I've always been looking for the work that would make me happy and that I would feel confident about. Mm-hmm. So I remember at the end of high school, I went to Italy and loved the architecture. So I said, okay, let's do art history. So I ended up studying, you know, art history, yes. and then ended up doing a master's degree in archaeology and thinking that's it. You know what? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna become an archaeologist. That's great. And then I realized, you know what? That's not it for me mm. because I was, you know, archeology span that was really cool for, you know, sexy for people every time I would say it. And yeah. then I realized, you know what? It's not sexy for me. Mm. I realized I, cho- I chose archeology span for the wrong reason mm. for the effect it was creating on the people. Yeah. So then I ended up changing and going into information science and getting a master degree in that.
2: Wow.
1: And at the time I moved to Montreal, Canada which I have a dream of living internationally. And then I started my career as a user experience researcher.
2: Mm.
1: So really helping make websites, you know, more user-friendly, doing a lot of interviews with users to see what they needed and stuff like that. And I would say initially, I love my work because I'm really empathic. I just, I'm really good at going very deep with people and understanding what's going on in their mind, art and soul. I love doing that. So Mm. I love that piece.
0: I want to dive into that real quick because I played so many video games growing up and the, the user interface that I used to play the video games is what immersed me in the experience. I wanna, I wanna, I'm curious, what was one of the biggest gems, the biggest things that you learned in designing user experiences or refining them for, for that um, part of your career? What was one of the biggest things you learned in how you help people discover their career today?
3: Yeah, good question. I
1: think it's really about really listening, listening deeply to people and getting their Mm world instead of, because sometimes when we create website or application, like the designers say, okay, this is what people need and they are projecting what they think people need. So really getting people's worlds at a deep level and not putting projection onto themselves. And it's what I do with my clients, really getting their world so that I can help them find something that is true to them. Not wow. to me.
0: Wow, I love it. It's like when you're in the shoes of that of that customer, that user, whatever it might be, or even your clients. It's like, how did they see the world, and how can we navigate to their ideal outcome? And so often, like you said, we're pro- a lot of people are projecting what we think that they want, and that's that's that creates a disconnection. It creates dis disharmony, disalignment, misalignment.
1: Exactly. And also what happens sometimes, my clients are expecting me to give the answers. Because mm. so they're expecting for the outside world. Yeah. It's, just, it's more reassuring. So I have to be careful as well not to do that, but empower them mm-hmm. to find their own answers within themselves. Because there is no other place you can navigate and do the career you love than it's going to be inside of you, not outside.
0: Yeah. So you were, you were in that uh, user interface portion of your career. Well, How did it evolve from there?
1: Yeah, so and uh, the thing, uh, my true passion has always been personal development, yes. psychology. Yeah, it's like I'm totally <laughs> <laughs> self discovery. Like I just love traveling within myself. You know, what is my life purpose? What am yeah, I here yeah. to do on the planet? What is my personality type? What yeah. makes me tick? So I spend, at that time, I lived a kind of a dual life. I was going to work. Yeah. And outside on the evening, on the weekend, I would take classes, I would read books, I would journal about what I'm here to do on the planet and doing all this cool exercise and just loving doing that. And I remember one point I was in Montreal, I remember vividly in my apartment, you know, like on the couch and I was journaling and thinking, oh my God, if one day I could do that for a living. With this, that light me up so much. That comes to me naturally could be part of my work. That would be amazing without really thinking it would happen. Like thinking, mm. Oh my God, you know, it's just a no wish.
0: Way. It's just like fantasy, yeah. right? <laughs>
1: you know, you know, you know, it feels so inaccessible to me. Right. And even is that really possible to yeah. do that?
0: Yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's a lot of our journey is based on whatever our upbringing is, whatever that, that programming, how we see the world. It's like we we see these barriers or it's like inaccessible to actually go do, you know, things that are fulfilling, have the life of our dreams, travel the world, live, live our greatest possible selves. So I, I love that you know what it's like for people to to have this wish and have this fantasy, but then not really think it's real, but then life started transforming for you. Tell us about that.
1: Yes. So after that, I moved to uh, San Francisco Bay Area, which was a, a big dream of mine. I'm someone who loves going for my dreams. Mm-hmm. And so I did that and I worked I worked for Yahoo mm-hmm. in Silicon Valley, which was exciting for me. Like it was a big dream coming true. And initially I loved, you know, people were really smart, innovative at the forefront of the user experience research. And I loved it. Yeah. However, my uh, so for some time, my motivation for my work started slowly to go down mm. without really me realizing it was happening. To a point where one day I remember being in my cube at Yahoo mm. and being so miserable that I wanted to cry. Mm. And I remember one of my coworkers coming to me and asking me, Wow, Isabel, you look so sad. What's happening today? And it was so hard for me because I couldn't tell him the truth. The mm. truth was, I hate being here today. And I didn't know what to do about it. So that was really such a painful time in my life and my career at that point. So it's why I understand when people are really in that spot, I get it, how it feels like. And then the most difficult for me was really about my confidence was really going down. Mm -hmm. Even if I was externally doing good work, but I was starting doubting myself. Mm -hmm. Am I strategic enough? Am I analytical enough? Mm -hmm. Uh, because what I was asked to do was getting further and further away from my natural gift. Yes. So internally, I had all this internal dialogue. Mm-hmm. And my confidence would get so just down. And it was really painful. I was And I couldn't really tell anybody at work. It was really hard at
0: this, that time. This is really important because I think a lot of us... We'll make decisions because we think it's in our best interest and we'll keep making them. We'll keep compounding on the decisions based on the values and the motivation that we think that are good for us. And then one day we kind of wake up and we're like, wait a second, I'm not where I want to be. I'm not fulfilled. Uh, I want to ask, what do you think was, was motivating those decisions and those choices at the time that had you not be connected to your true gifts and true authentic voice of what you want?
1: Yeah, good point. So I think there was two things. The first thing when in Montreal, you know, I discover well I would love to do that for a living. Yeah. And so first of all I I didn't think it was really possible because also for me like I had this idea, I took this programming from from the world yeah. that you cannot work self-discovery is not something you can make a living out. Mm. You know, it's not and I didn't see people in my life doing that. So for me I don't think it was in the realm of possibilities. Mm. And also When I was in in Montreal, I realized, you know what? I'm not ready yet. So there was that piece as well Mm -hmm. that there was something I wanted to fulfill my dream, to work for a big company in the internet, to move to San Francisco. Mm -hmm. So I was like checking with my inner guidance because sometimes it's also important. And I was like, you know what? It's hard to admit, but the time is not ready yet for me to make that a career. But on the back, I was really doing that on the side. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like you're
0: your decisions you knew what was important to you you're like like you said living these kind of two two lives one is the career that was everything that you thought like you thought it would be everything to you but then it ends up being like hey this isn't actually what i want but on the other side you're doing these things personal development self discovery self identity work and really accumulating these tools wisdom experience to be able to serve people in a big way. And you're like, every time you're doing this stuff that lights you up, you can, you get that contrast and you're like, wait, I keep going to this job on a day-to-day basis. And it's like, it's not the same fulfillment. It's not what's lighting me up. And, and so your subconscious mind's starting to see this, like this rift, this like, wait a second, you get so lit up over here with your passion, your purpose. And then over here, it's like, you're doing great work, but it's not what lights you up. Like, and, and you start to build up that resistance.
1: Yeah, exactly. And also I think, you know, when I look back, I think for me there is a timing sometimes and what I needed to go through that to be ready yes. to change my career. So I'm actually glad I don't really regret anything in a way because there was something in my journey that was needed to get me and all the reflection I did outside of work. I started building my body of knowledge. Yes. So when I ended up starting my business, I was ready I was like, Oh my god, all these years of I can bring it on now. Wow. wow.
0: And that, I think that's the best thing is when, you, correct me if I'm wrong, but when you're working with clients, like they have some kind of track record, they have experience, they have skills that they have naturally been passionately developing and they may not be in their current career, but they, they just do it because it feels good and they do it because they enjoy these things and these passions and these hobbies and these different aspects of life. So it's like tapping into that, but most people just aren't aware of what are their gifts and what, what is their, their, what lights them up.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh and my uh, gosh. yes. So, what about that? That I know there is my story. It's up to you. I'm happy to go with the flow, but I, there is a, the, the, the end of the story. Yeah, yes.
0: no, I wanted to hear the end of the story. Okay. Let's, let's well, keep going.
1: Yeah, it's I'm just excited. I love, I'm just, <laughs> oh, my God, I got to talk about that for hours. So, uh, yes, what happened? And the universe sent me. So, this is a crisis time, yep. you know? or yep. maybe this is what's happening right now for us also at the planet, but yes. it might be a gift what's happening beyond the difficulty mm. so i think the universe sent me a kind of a push to help me and i was laid off from yahoo mm. that you know at the time there was many layoffs at, at yahoo and i was affected by one of them and initially that was kind of a shock and um but also a relief because mm. it was a way for me okay now this is time for me to finally that was kind of wake up call And also helped me because I didn't have a green card to stay in the U.S. So I couldn't just, you know, leave my work like that. So in in the way, the universe say, I'm going to help you here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm going to make that happen for you. So uh, because I had a few months of of time to figure out after that. So there was a time and I realized, you know what? This is the time for me to go back to that old dream that I had. Mm -hmm. Because I've been in the meantime was keep cultivating it, cultivating it on the side, even doing something like coaching with guinea pigs with you know friends and yeah, stuff like yeah, that yeah. so I'm like okay this is time and then I realized also I that I was not meant to go to do find a job mm. initially this is what I thought but I was like you know what I'm called to create something unique my unique approach and the only way to do that is to start my own business mm. so even if that was scary at the time I didn't think I had what it take to be an entrepreneur mm. I realize this is what the universe is calling me to do. When, when, yeah. I
0: was going to say, when you started your business, what do you think were some of the biggest advantages that you had to help you succeed?
1: Advantages based on my, yeah, my journey. I would say,
3: um, let's see. Good question. My, my
1: determination. I'm someone who never give up. You know, like I told you, I climb like highest mountain. When it's, when it's hard, I don't. When I want something and I see a goal, I don't give up. So I have an, a natural endurance and it's what it takes to start a business. Yep. You have to yep. be because it's just ups and downs and stuff like that. So this really helped me and also my passion for my work and the fact also I was so connected But mm. I find my own inner compass for that journey. I knew who I was. I knew that there was a path for me. I knew what my life purpose was. So that fueled just give me the confidence to go for my my business and really uh, from that place.
0: That's amazing. I love it. Is there any other recommendations you would have for someone, I mean, we're going to be diving into like the career reinvention and that kind of thing, but just in terms of those initial stages and steps, is there anything else that stands out to you to help people who are making that kind of a transition, whether in career or business, starting a business? What would you recommend?
1: Okay. You mean people who are starting a business specifically or just on the transition? I would
0: say in general, something that applies to both.
1: Yeah. On the transition. So, yes. Um... Oh, there are so many. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to pick one. Let's see. Um, You mean like really that when they are in the transition period, like when they are really like, you know, jumping. Yeah, like getting started
0: on something new with those fears, with everything that comes up, with letting go of what was and then creating success, momentum and and movement.
1: Yeah. One of the things that jumps out to me right now, there are many, but don't do it alone. Mm. Get help. Like... So many people, it's huge, especially in this society in the world where we are being pioneers when we do that. A lot of people are still living on the old paradigm. I'm just doing work, you know, to make a living. I'm not saying it's not important. So we are stepping into, we are going against the current. So it's hard. The reality is not easy. So get help from people who have been where you want to go. Uh, people who have been where you want to go and you say, yes, this is a model for for me. Mm-hmm. Get help from these people to make it easy on yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and I think I- it's like leveraging that belief, right? Like someone who, who works with you, Isabel, they're going to leverage your belief of like, I've done this before. I know this process works. I know that wherever you're at right now, whatever kind of chaos, whatever kind of frustration, feeling lost, feeling disconnected, like I know that there is a reason you're here. And you have gifts that nobody else has in the way that you do them, in the way that you show up, that's going to lead to your perfect destination, your perfect career. And it's, it's constantly an evolution, but we're going to have some really powerful next steps. And I, I could really see that.
1: Yeah, totally. You need, you need um, cheerleaders and yeah. allies. Especially because sometimes you have a a very strong, I see a lot of people having a strong inner critic inside of themselves. So outside, you don't need more people who are going to collide with your own inner critic. You need people who are going to cheer you up and believe in yourself even more than you believe in you.
0: I want to I want to dive into like a, a transformation that you've you've produced with your own clients. When someone came to you because you've you've created this transformation for yourself, I want to hear about what it's like when someone comes to you. Where where do they typically start at, and what do they come to you, and how do they come to you, and then what's that transformation, and where did, where has someone ended up because of working with you
1: so let me see i have so many like stories of client you know like right now stories of client and faces of client who i really love so yeah. let's let's pick um yeah so many let's it's hard to pick just one let me see which one i want to pick um i, I want to share about i think this journey even if it's a little bit because i think it's really showing what's possible from someone for someone yeah. so it's both in terms of Korean life so i had this client who um came to me was several years ago. And at the time I had an, an office in Oakland in the Bay Area and she came for the you know, the first the consultation with me in my office. And I remember, I knew I could help her. I was like, this is exactly the kind of person I can help. And she nearly left mm-hmm. and saying, no, I, I, the field starting to take over. She knew she needed help, but she was so, her confidence about herself was so low that she nearly left. Mm-hmm and 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 she chose the fears, mm-hmm. and then I by discussing with her, helping her see what's ha- happening, I help her see that her intuition she wanted to actually get help mm-hmm. and then, when we started, she was working she's a very you know very smart a very smart woman, and she was doing something like under underneath her abilities she mm-hmm. was working in uh, i can't remember exactly but some kind of admin mm-hmm. position, not that admin position is bad but and she was really bold, unhappy. And she—it was what was striking to me is how the, the gap between how bright and smart she was and the image she had about herself. I was like, because I could see she's someone, she has so much potential, but the way she was seeing herself was just so disconnected. Mm. And in particular, she ha- had had a dream for a long time to move to Denmark. So she was from the BF to move to, to Denmark. And she was like, Yeah, how did you do it? She was asking me, How did you do it? And she thought it was not for her. She thought moving to another country was for these people out there. But she really thought she had she wasn't, she couldn't do it at all. And also she was lost in terms of what kind of work do I want to do that's mm. gonna make me happy. Yes. So we went through the process together, really diving deep into her own authentic self, discovering mm whooshies instead of looking on the outside going back to what makes her amazing and powerful and so we did we did a deep dive onto that a value or strength a personality type and slowly as we were doing that slowly a confidence was building up a little bit she was like maybe i'm not that you know slowly it's building up over time And starting seeing clarity, we clarify also the type of career she wanted to do, working in maybe an organization and helping teams in organization. She's starting to realize she had way more potential than she thought. And then at some point, there is a a turning point in the process, and she's starting realizing, I think I'm ready to move to Denmark. I want to make that happen. And that's really touch me and then I help her so she applied she wanted to do a master's degree in Denmark so she identified school she applied for school it was stressful but I, I was her supportive for her she got some rejection from school but she kept going and she was accepted at one master degree in Denmark
2: mm-hmm.
1: and and now she has been in Denmark for about two years doing a master's degree and doing an, and I know she's doing great mm-hmm. I want to hear from her but doing an internship in the in in a company there and probably now I already find work there Mm -hmm. and I'm so like this is a type of difference that happens for my clients and uh, I'm so happy because so many people have these dreams Mm -hmm. waiting inside of themselves that want to be birthed and they are so afraid and I want them to be able to go for it and be able to make make them happen.
0: Isabel is so beautiful, and especially I love how you said she was she was ready to kind of give up on herself, you know, to just be resigned to hey, this is my fate. I'm just going to be an admin. I'm just going to be wherever I'm at. Be stuck for the rest of my life because that's that's all I deserve, right? And that's a story that a lot of people tell about themselves, and it's just playing on repeat for whatever reason. And I love how you you went in there and you were the cheerleader. You were the champion for that dream to be birth, right? Because sometimes we might go share a dream with someone and then it gets crushed because they're the people who we love or care about, but they don't see that for us. They want to protect us. They don't want us to get our hopes up. And it's like to have someone who sees the dream and sees that we can do it, I think is, is so valuable Isabel. So when someone is looking for a career coach, a transition coach, someone who can really help them get connected with their, their greatest gift, What would you say is is it that makes you unique and different than other career coaches out there?
1: Yes. So one of the, one of the thing now I'm thinking, because there are several things as we speak about that, that's coming up. But uh, one of the thing is that I really do a deep dive in, you know, in people in what they helping them really find that inner compass within themselves. Mm. That's going to give them clarity. And I would say clarity for the rest of their life and confidence. Because a lot of, and, and still there is still career coaches or career counselors. I would say not everybody, but that more tempted, you know, sometimes the clients come to you and they are tempted to tell me what are the the careers available out there mm-hmm. <laughs> you know or, or tell me based on my skills and experience what makes sense for me to do and and I see some career coaches being tempted, tempted to go that path with clients but it's not the right path to go mm-hmm. because if you look for, for the outside you're gonna lose track of yourself and your skills it doesn't mean you have skills in a field that is necessarily aligned with what you love doing so if mm-hmm. you keep saying how can I reuse my skills you're gonna be stuck in the same loop. Wow. So we need to stop that loop, wow. and the only way to do that, I go deep into what is your authentic self, what are unique values, your passions, what um, what is the water you swim in? would obviously, mentioned, you know, like a fish in the water, yeah. the thing that you take the most for you know, the thing that you take the most for granted, you don't see it wow. because it's the water you swim in, and you are the best at, but you mm. don't see it because, like the fish in the water, it's so easy. How can that be that? And no, that's it. Wow. Wow. And yeah. doing a process where I'm going to help them see that.
0: I wanted to ask because it's easy to say, hey, you know, what's the water that you swim in that you can't, you can't even tell? What are these gifts that, that they're just so natural to you? Is there a way to ask that question? Let, let's say someone's tuning in right now. They, they want to journal about this. They want to get clarity on what is the water that they swim in. Is there, is there a way that they can ask that or a way that they can meditate on that that would help them get some clarity around that?
1: Mm -hmm. yes there are a few different exercises you can do Uh, let's see which one would be the best way now thinking with my intuition Um, there is one I think um, yeah probably that would be good is uh, you know sinking and we can actually do a quick if that's okay we can do
0: let's do it let's go
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes OK, great. And no pressure for people listening right now. Don't give yourself pressure. Oh, my God. Mm. I need to find like in a few minutes what it's going to be. No, it's just a practice. You know, whatever is coming up is fine. It's not you don't have to find everything right now. So just what's your intuition?
0: And I also I want to I want to preface this by saying when someone has a conversation with you and they're able to get this guidance with you, your expert presence in in their process of doing this, like that is completely different than doing it on this marathon. I just want to, I want to give people a sample of, of like, you know, this, but everyone who's listening or tuning in, if this is something that is resonating with you, like we'll, we'll talk about how you can connect with Isabel, but have a conversation so that you can get that, that presence of someone being your champion and being your cheerleader. So let's dive into the exercise Isabel.
1: Okay, cool. Awesome. Let's do it. Great. So I invite you, if that feels comfortable to you, to close your eyes. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it with you. And if it's not comfortable, just lower your gaze, but ensure you are more grounded with yourself. And let's take a few deep breaths together right now to come back
3: to our presence in this moment.
2: Let's
3: take some deep, deep belly breaths. And become aware of your body in this moment, noticing the sensation that are here in your body right now. Just whatever they are, just welcome that. And feeling the support of the chair, wherever you may be seated, seated on right now. knowing there is nothing else you need to do, just be present with yourself in this moment. And now I want you to
1: think about a moment in your, either at work or in your life, it doesn't matter, it can be either, it doesn't, where you were doing something you loved, something that really energised you, makes you happy, Whatever that thing is, whether it was at work or outside of work, as a hobby or in life, it doesn't have to be work-related. But think about a moment, whether it was yesterday or 20 years ago, it really doesn't matter. As long as it's a moment where you were just doing something you loved. Whatever that is. Even if your inner critic might say, this is weird. Notice that but don't listen to it. Just notice something that you
3: really a moment where you enjoyed what you were doing. Connect with that now. And notice what you were notice where you where you are. What is the environment around you? And notice what is that you are doing that you are enjoying so much. Really get in touch with that. And notice how that makes you feel to do that, to do that thing. Knowing that this is part of you. It's part of your authentic self. And you can come back to that place anytime you want in the future. Whenever you feel ready at your own pace, you can come back here with us from your eyes. Really connecting people to that, to
0: that sense of themselves, to that, to that joy, to that aliveness, to that happiness, whatever the feeling is. I, I thought that was, that was so powerful. And to give ourselves permission to go there, whatever, whatever the situation is, whatever that moment is, it's powerful. Yeah, How well that was it for you? I'm curious. It was it was great. I saw myself on a stage. I was like, "Yes." <laughs> Win for me it's like I feel like winning, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that sense of um, I'm doing it, I'm delivering massive value, I'm on the right track. I'm 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 investing my time, my energy to the highest good of myself and everyone around me, really really making a massive contribution.
1: For well, some reason I knew it. I knew that this is cool. <laughs> <enough> for you? <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I, in a sense, at least, it's really what lights you up. So, yeah. and what I want to say for people listening: sometimes when you do these exercises, you know, it's sometimes there are personal things coming up, and like I don't know. What I invite you is that to notice, um, either at work, on your personal life, at your everyday. If there are specific moments, we could call that peak experience moments mm-hmm. that really light you up. Starting being observed yourself, being like a detective with yourself. At the end of the day, notice today, what is this? Is there a moment where I felt in the flow that I was lit up and start observing, oh yes, when I did this, even if it's two minutes, you don't care because you have a sample of it and you can see what in that moment was so good for me. It's going to give you a lot of indication about about what you are
0: here to do. Wow. I think it's that being in the water experience where it's just you we don't even notice that. We don't even have the it's like being a scientist, so to speak, of our own <laughs> life and like, hey, what being curious, being the detective, I love I love that we can take off the hat of, oh, I'm just doing my work and or or living life or or being in relationship or going to the gym and put on the hat of what what's happening right now? What am I feeling right now? What's special about these moments? Where in my day did I feel lit up? Where, did, where in my day? Did it, did it feel different? And when we start being present to that, then that's when we can type, tap into that intuition, that authentic self of what is most important for us.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because I, I would say, you know, in nature, you know, the fish is already designed to swim. Yeah. The monkey is already do, designed to be a monkey. So it can just be. But the thing for us human beings, and this is our strengths and our weaknesses, yeah. is that we can do anything you know in terms of work so people think oh i'm designed to do anything we are not designed to do anything everything Mm -hmm. we actually and i really believe like you know the fish in the in the water the monkey on a tree we are designed each of us for once one. i don't not only one but some specific things Mm -hmm. that we are uniquely good at right but it's not given to us i think it is elizabeth gilbert in her book big magic she talked about that like the biggest trick the universe Mm -hmm play on us. Yep. They give us this kind of gift. I'm I'm paraphrasing what she said. She, yeah. she she hide they hide this jewel inside of us. And then they see if we can find them. <laughs> exactly what she's about.
0: And it's like we all a lot of people think it's outside of us something to get to, some place, some amount of money, some house, some you know significant other relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's like what truly is our purpose and lights us up and is most meaningful that is priceless. It's always been within us
1: exactly and the good thing about that is like you don't need to become anybody else mm. the more you become yourself it's already it's already delivered in the package you know when you were born this planet it was already delivered with you yeah. so you don't need to become somebody else this is the good news
0: wow so isabella i think this is this is really I love the the wisdom that we're sharing here and that, that phrase, know thyself. It was, it's was it been said all the way since like ancient Greek times, right? Where do you think people might go astray if they're looking at these moments that light them up or looking for the skills and the gifts that they have? Let's say someone's already trying to do that work, but they're not hitting the mark. They're not getting the result that they want. What do you think might be um, leading them astray to to not cause them to really find who they are and feel fulfilled with that.
1: Yeah, there are, there are several yeah, um, mistakes that people make. So first of all, doing it with by yourself can be really difficult. Yeah. Because you don't see it, you need some time of confirmation on the outside to help you really see it mm. and to give yourself permission to to go for it because you have all these internal voices inside of you often with that we got programming from Family, society—we have so much conditioning yeah. that tell you, "Oh no, I'm not good." You, maybe you find something that you want to do, mm. and then there is this voice that telling you, "But no, you—you you, you are not good enough.
2: Mm.
1: This is not going to work for you. You don't have what it takes. Mm. Or oh, it's too crazy. It's never going to happen." So all these voices that you internalize by yourself can be can win, mm. especially if you stay by yourself. So they can win and you can, and you can, and they become, you can become. you, you believe them, Mm. you know, like they they become what you think is a voice of reason. Right. When actually it's a voice of fear, hidden and (laughs) the voice of reason.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's like a lot of us haven't been trained to detect what, what's the difference? What's the difference between an authentic voice of truth and our intuition and the fear that is trying to keep us safe?
1: Yes. Yeah, exactly because we yeah we haven't learned that on the contrary i think we are within, a you know society even around the world that is really fear-based and we see it with what's happening with first reaction and also i think it's part of how we are designer human being you know yeah. the, you know the, the fear and so we listen we think fear is intuition sometimes we co- people confuse fear with intuition mm. and i see it sometimes with people who want to work with me and then And then they say, Oh, I don't think it's the right time. And, and, Mm -hmm. and I can feel, Oh, this is not the intuition thing. Mm -hmm. It's the fear and the, the, the fear of the unknown, the fear of making a change from going for the unknown is something they have never been done before.
0: Yeah. I've, I heard one way to, I'm I'm still a total student of intuition. What is my truth? What is my higher self communicating with me kind of thing? You know, my, my GPS, what, what is that version of me telling me? I, I heard that one way to distinguish it is in the moment, if it is a heck yes. And it's like, Oh my gosh, this is lighting me up. And then right after that, like, and then it's either in the moment, if it's a yes. And then after that, anytime after that, either right after or later on, whatever it might be, if that's when the fear creeps in, if that's when the doubt creeps in, then that's when we know that is not our intuition. It's like in the moment, if it's a heck yes, if we if we have that glimmer of of hope and and we feel connected with it, but then immediately that voice of reason mm-hmm. tries to come in and and reason with us, then that is not our intuition.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a good way to. It's kind of a good way to put it. Even if what's tricky, that for some people, sometimes it's just it happens. So. Yeah. Instantly. That they don't see it, you know? And I remember, I remember an example. I have a, a client of mine and that when we were in the process of clarifying what is the, the, the career she wants to go after and a dream. Mm-hmm. And then she told me, we did this visualization and she told me, oh, you know, I think I want to... Uh, work you know for a very innovative company she was an architect and wanting to do design and working with a very innovative team doing that but when she said that her energy was flat so this is a good way also to tell her energy was like just flat and knowing her and what we've done before i'm like something is off here your energy is really flat is that really it and then she realized no you know actually what there is something else but I'm scared of it and what mm-hmm. is else I want to to create my own internal agency with my husband where we create this innovative product in all kind of ways to help people in their life and have different agencies all over the world yeah. and this when you said she said that her energy was like you could see on her yeah. face yeah just lighting up. So the energy is a good indication sometimes.
0: I, I love what you said there as well about how this, what she was creating could really go and impact the world and not, not everyone has to have something that changes the world, right? Like that's, I don't think that's in my opinion, a healthy place to start. I think a healthy place to start is what's important to me, who, who's important to me, you know, how can I serve those people in that community? Uh, Tell us a little bit more about the impact when people really get connected with their authentic self, their true self, what does that do for the world? What, what impact does that have on, on our world?
1: Yeah, I love, I just love this question because I think it's just, it's so, it's, I don't want to say transform the world. I feel like we have to do something else. Right,
2: right.
1: Like, I, because I agree with you, it's not changing the world. I don't really believe this is a place to come I mean, like, The more you become who you are, because the beauty is that the more you become who you are and you use your gift, yeah. the more it's going to have the impact you are here to do on the world. It doesn't have to be something huge. Mm-hmm. But you're gonna make a positive difference that's gonna have a ripple effect on the world. And and I would say whatever that is, because I sometimes I have clients who think, like I right now I'm working with someone and she had she took on these ideas from her family and society that you know she had to to help the world, she has to work like in these social advocacy things to help at the policy level, yeah. you know, change for discrimination that happening in society. So she had this belief that if it w- she was not doing that, she was not really helping the world. Yeah. When actually what she loved doing is, is fashion and photography. But she had this belief, fashion and photography is like, it's superficial, mm. not helping the world. And I so I think it's not true because mm. we need everybody Everybody with whatever the gift you have been given some gift that's gonna make the world a better place. And for her, it's through fashion and photography, and actually helping, you know, she wants to tell a story for kids and teenagers through fashion and photography. Nice. So this is so important to me because I want I want everyone to go to do what makes you come alive? Don't worry about if it's going to change the world. If it's make you come alive, whatever that is, there is no superficial or bad. I want that for you. Whatever that is, as long as it's not arming any, anybody, is what I tell my client, as long as it's not doing harm to anybody, whatever that is for you, I'm going to ch- be a champion for that.
0: And I, I, I want to dive into this even more because I think people people want to make a big difference in the world, right? They want they want to make a big impact. When they are tapped into what makes them come alive, what is the ripple effect of that? What, how does that impact their family, their friends, their community? Like, is there anything that you've seen about people's careers or how it's impacted the people around them?
1: Yeah, so in general, already the family, like it impacted. Um, so you, you become an inspiration, first of all. You become a model for the people. without saying anything just
0: yeah there's no there's no intention to be an inspiration i'm not doing this for them i'm doing it for me
1: (laughs) and you become like okay you're walking to talk you don't need to speak even to your kids if you have kids Mm. you know it's just Mm. such a great way you know if kids see you happy doing what you love Mm. they don't need you to speak with the world they just get it and they see this is possible for me as well Mm. and for your relationship as well it's just helping um and, and of course you know for the for the community, when you when you do that, it's just you know just whatever you are here to do is just gonna help mm. the community at different level. And I have um, you know, for example, um, I had uh, several people thinking going coming to mind, but I had this client who came to me, and she was working at the library in a in a museum, and she mm. was doing a lot of you know work in the museum, and she was really like just bored, me bored, like and even depressed you know because i think sometimes depression can be a sign that you are not in the right career and she you know she takes she took some time off and worked with me initially she had no idea like i don't know what i'm and i should be doing and then actually we find out she had something about helping wild animals she was volunteering to help wild animals you know all the wild animals that people are afraid of or think you know like i don't know like Snakes or right. kind of that people just dismiss, and she had when we tap into her purpose, she she has so much compassion for the animals. It yeah. said they are part of the they are part of the planet. Yeah, and helping them and then doing volunteering in that, and we just realized, you know, if she could do that for work, that would be amazing. And she ended up finding work just in that, yeah. and the impact. So the impact. I mean, this is an example about. The impact on these animals and on the planet at large, you know, that we are part of as human beings. Yeah.
0: This transition into someone's greatest possible self, their authentic self, sharing their their best gifts with the world. Some people might feel like it's a big leap to make and having that support, having that cheerleader like yourself by their side who has their back and encourages them is super important. What is something else that they can do to really start making progress on it to to maybe what what does baby steps look like to start listening to that that authentic voice more and and moving forward with that?
1: you mean like when they if they know already or they don't know or
0: yeah they they have a they have a hint they're in the process of exploration of discovery and they want to be taking action they want to be doing something with it where where can they get started
1: yeah so i i would say it depends a lot of people where you are but i would say something first also uh, as you are starting you know noticing and exploring that mm-hmm just follow your intuition. If you feel like, oh, I don't know why I am feel called to take this class mm-hmm. or oh, I want to do that, just start doing the thing you love more and feeding that part of yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't wait until you have the full clarity about what that's supposed to be mm-hmm. because it's kind of the universe sending you hints, you know, it's like the follow your bliss quote, you know, it's exactly that. Just when you follow what brings joy, even if you have no idea why I'm doing this, just trust that the dots will connect in the future. And I love the, I don't, you know, uh, there is the commencement speech by uh, Steve Jobs, yeah, well, you know it. And I love what he said. He said at some point he took a class about calligraphy because he loved it. And then when he ended up working for, for Apple and designing the thing, mm-hmm. all the things that he did in calligraphy, just now he could connect back the dots. Wow. Just follow and do the thing. You know, like this week, what is one thing you're going to do? Something you love you know that you're gonna do more just do that
0: yeah so good isabel this is great um i want to get back to our topic of in challenging situations what are what are some things that people can do when they do experience that resistance um when they when they want to take bad i wouldn't i want to say bad things but things that are difficult how do they use those to fuel their progress and and their ability to create their reality
1: mm-hmm. So when they're hitting their own challenges and difficulties in their life, how they, you know, do that. Move through
2: it, yeah.
1: Move through it. Yes.
3: Let me see here. First, I would say
1: it's a counter-intuitive answer, but I would say first, give yourself permission to feel everything you are feeling Mm
2: -hmm.
1: in the situation. Uh, just because otherwise you're going to keep that energy stuck in you so and in what's happening right now you know giving yourself permission to feel all the range of emotions and that's okay allowing that to be and if you have feels you know like you know having uh here with a client we're saying having tea with your feels bring your feel i'm mm-hmm. gonna talk to you feel tell me what's happening for you oh, <laughs> you know yeah. just Welcome this part. It doesn't mean you're gonna listen to them, but welcome all the part of you.
2: Wow.
1: Hmm. Because the more it's like if you don't welcome them, the energy stays stuck inside of you, and then this part are gonna sk- try to sneak out yeah. and stop you in different ways. So really, first, really get, be gentle with yourself and listen to all of this part of you and see what they have to say to give you the energy to. um you know in this challenging situation i would say this is the first thing that you need to do not put any oh everything is fine i should you know forcing yourself to be somewhere you are not just Mm -hmm. going with the with that and and seeing what's also once and as you do that you may connect back with your creativity because i think the creativity is also sometimes just underneath the fear underneath the thing then it can start coming coming out for you
0: yeah, and also that authentic self, like you've been talking about this whole time, it's to be able to listen to the things that really light us up the most. We we have to we of course we wanna welcome that. We welcome that. We welcome all these these moments and we're curious about that and we wanna be the detective around that. And to be able to see the whole picture, I think, we really get to say, Okay, I welcome that and I also I welcome these other things that maybe I wouldn't normally want to experience or want to listen to because I think there's a traditional paradigm that says negative emotions, sadness, anger, frustration, um, depression. It's a bad thing and get away from me or I'm not supposed to feel that or whatever it might be. And it's like that is also such a source of wisdom and guidance so that we can make better choices.
1: Exactly, and I remember. I remember when I was um, working with my one of my coaches because I have a lot of people, the coaches myself, I work with. And I remember there was this coach every time. So in a session when I was grieving, I remember I was in the stage of grieving for my grandma in France, and the whole session, you know, was about me grieving my grief and letting all the emotions out. And. And sometimes I was like, I'm not sure, you know, if that's going to help you, but I knew it was going to help you. And every time I had a session like that with her where I was grieving or feeling something difficult, mm-hmm. like, either know, sometimes the day of or a few days after I was just getting a new client. Because I was, it's like I was feeling allowing myself, like instead of keeping the energy stuck, mm-hmm. like the energy was flowing back in my system by grieving and feeling it. Mm-hmm. And then I was, and then I was feeling alive. And then I was becoming magnetic Mm. to to clients and opportunities. So it's counterintuitive. It's the opposite of what this world is teaching you to do. Mm. But it's the way we work as human beings.
0: Wow. Isabel, I feel like we're just scratching the surface on all this this wisdom. And, you know, I can really tell in your just in this interview how different you are than other just standard career coaches who might just say, hey, like, you know, let's get you matched up with whatever experience that you have, whatever, um, you know, skills that you might have developed over time. It's like so deep, so much deeper, so much of a holistic life uh, analysis and philosophy that you're really empowering um, you know, our audience with, and I'm sure with your clients as well. This has been a, a blast. I want to be able to bring it home for anyone who's tuning in. What do you want them to know about really finding that career that lights them up about listening to authentic self? Um, what else do you want to know? What, or if there's anything we haven't touched on yet, let's just drive it home.
3: Mm-hmm. Let's, let's see. Yeah, I want... So for both of you who are listening right now, I want
1: you to know when I'm speaking to each one of you, I want you to know that even if you doubt, you think, do I have that inside of me? Do I have a a talent, a gift? Uh, Can I do it? I just know that you have one. I can tell you from my own journey for working with hundreds of people. Even if you doubt it, I know you have something special to bring and this is possible for you. To go and do it one step at a time, be really gentle with yourself, with support and help, just one step at a time. But I can tell you, for the bottom of my heart, I know it, and I want that for you.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just I feel it. I feel your big heart, Isabel. How mm-hmm. do people connect with you? What are the next steps that they can take?
1: Yeah, so I have a, a few things. So there is a, a free, a complimentary report that you can download. I think you will have the link. Yep. Uh, in the somewhere, so there was a link about this complimentary report that really dive deeper into what we talked about, mm-hmm. especially about that piece about the, the process. You know, you you have to go through and the step to take. So the the steps you need to take for to really really discover your authentic self and the process yeah. to get to that career that you love so in this report I, this is way more detailed than what i talked about mm-hmm. and so you're going to have some exercise as well to do to get started right away you don't have to wait and some next step for you to take mm-hmm. on that journey wherever you are now just don't worry about oh am i Advance, not advance. You are exactly where you need to be, and take these next steps for you to to continue on the journey.
0: I love it. And what what can they find when they check out your website, social media? Tell us a little bit more about that.
1: Yeah. So on my and my website, I have a new website that I just launched last week. <laughs> 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 it was a you know burst of love, so I'm yes. excited about it. And uh, and there is a full description about how I work. There is a lot of blog posts. So I love. I have a lot of inspiration. So there is. A lot of blog posts and videos, uh, and link to my YouTube channel. I have a lot of inspiration for different situation that you may be facing right now. So I recommend check that out. It's gonna help you out if you have feeling. uh, It's gonna help you, and also a lot of case studies, um, Mm. success stories for my clients Mm. about where they were before, where they are now, to give you like a boost of inspiration.
0: Yeah. Isabel, I love this. This is, this is so great. I really feel the drive that you mentioned in the beginning of the interview, like your, your tenacity, your focus, your, you're just, you, you get it done, right? You have that. And then you also have this just loving, nurturing, holding space for people to show up exactly as they are and to help empower them, you know, give them the tools, give them the, the, the resources to tune into themselves, right? It's like, it's a process of coming home to themselves. And I think anyone who, who works with you is so freaking blessed. Because for the rest of their life, they have this awareness. They have this connection with themselves, and they—they um, they have uh, even the process, the mindset, the framework. How do I return back to myself, and 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 how do I keep it reinventing myself, evolving myself to to show up and serve, given whatever is needed in in the world, and to do what lights me up. So I, I've loved this interview, and I highly, highly recommend anyone who's tuning in right now go to brilliantseeds.com, and it's spelled brilliant seeds, like seeds that you plant in the ground. And uh, definitely check out Isabel's stuff and stay connected with her. Isabel, thank you so much for, for being here, for shining your light. I'm so grateful to be on the journey with you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. It was a, it was a delight. I just loved every moment of it. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Isabel. We'll see you soon, okay?
1: We'll soon. Okay. Bye-bye.
0: From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. Head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever.